Welcome to the Dave Squared Podcast. I'm David Kramer coming to you from Northern California. And I'm Dave Blasco from Arizona. Dave and I have been friends since the early 1980s when we were college roommates. And we finally found a medium to share our wisdom with the world, or at least our opinions. Between us, we have two engineering degrees, two master's degrees, an economics degree, and over 60 years of work experience. And counting. And we're making this podcast together to try to help each other and hopefully you, the listener, save some money. Okay, Mr. Kramer, what is today's topic? Uh, well, I just finally got the first of my COVID-19 vaccines. Um, Congratulations. Thanks. And I uh, thought it might be interesting because we know, you know, most of our listeners are young, hip kids, so they haven't been able to get one yet. Um, but they're coming up pretty soon. <laughs> Uh, and I, I and I must say, my wife and I, in the middle of the night last night, went and got shot number two. Congratulations. Thank you. I've got my handy-dandy COVID re- record card right here that looks super official with stickers on it and handwritten stuff on it that I'm not sure what I could get with this, but I'm keeping it. And I took a photo or took a PDF of it to save it for posterity. Well, don't tell anybody, but I stopped on my way back at... Um... Krispy Kreme, because they were offering a free donut if you present your card. But Really? Yep. But then when I was waiting in the line, I'm like, I don't need a free donut. I'm going to buy my donuts to support them, because I like the fact that they're enticing people. But if you were true Dave Squared podcast list listeners, you could get a free Krispy Kreme donut. I hear you can get it every day if you go by. That's what they say. So... So listeners, get your shot and go get a donut every day. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I had to drive 60-odd miles to get mine, uh, but wow. that was a big improvement. My wife said, hey, Sutter has appointments. I, we go through Sutter Health up here. It's big Northern California medical conglomerate. Um, and uh, so, I because I was originally booked for a, drugstore down in Clovis, which is near Fresno, which was 149 miles from here. So, whoa, yeah, that would have been five or six hours of driving. Uh, wow. I, w- I was going to complain about having to drive 34 miles to our stadium uh, where the Cardinals play, where they have a, the state of Arizona has done a really nice job and set up a huge um, mass vaccination activity. Yeah, supposedly they have those here, um, but I couldn't find it. (laughs) So uh, you had here in California, there were, there are central places to tell you theoretically who has them and where they're available, but everyone just seemed to redirect you to a different privately operated site. So I was checking CVS and Walgreens and Rite Aid and Costco and Sutter health. I signed on with an account for Stanford healthcare. I didn't check Kaiser. Um, but so I've been checking all six different places and interesting to look at them back to back. But on everybody's probably seen this already, but for each one, you have to get screened to say why you're eligible and then that you don't have uh, COVID right now. And, and so there's seven or eight questions, screening questions. Yeah, that, that'd be a lot of work because... Um... I've stuck with the state of Arizona. So uh, my wife and I, my wife's sister and my son have all gotten one or in the case of my wife and I, two vaccines. And we've done it through the state of Arizona. And you can basically, you're, we've got our vaccines out at the stadium, but you, there's a, now three other locations around town 
that you can get vaccinated. They, the main stadium where we went last night is probably, it's not the farthest from my house, but it's about 34 miles. Um, there's some closer, but they don't have as many appointments. But to your point, my neighbor across the street, she and her hubby got vaccinated at a local, either Walgreens or CVS. And she told me the trick to find those was logging in very early in the morning. She's a teacher and for some reason gets up early, sometimes four o'clock in the morning and look, look for her appointments at four o'clock in the morning and was able to find some close by. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, people talking online that some of them open up at 6 a.m. And if you're there uh, the first 20 minutes, probably it takes so long to get through the website um, when you say, yes, I am interested in this appointment in Pleasanton at 1215. By the time you finish the screening, somebody's already taken it. Yeah, I had to, I'd had to happen a number of times because I we uh, we actually had three people in the car. My wife and her sister and I all went out for our first shot, and it was a little bit tough getting that first appointment where we had appointments that were within a reasonable amount of a uh, time. Yeah, it was my wife who told me yesterday that they they were available, and I flailed around for about ten minutes and then got one, uh, and then she wasn't able to get one. She was not happy with me, but. She stayed up hitting refresh or whatever until just after midnight and found one only 23 miles away. So it's almost really good. Yeah, it was hard. I remember the first day Arizona released 55 plus. I just made that last year, I guess, or the year before. And it was hard that first morning when they got released at eight or nine o'clock in the morning because there were a lot of people on the website and things were running really slow. And like you said, you'd pick one time. By the time you checked out, it was already taken. So it was this re, re, um, current process to go back and try to pick a time that wasn't taken by the time you checked out. Yes. Um, the place I ended up is uh, an ambulatory care clinic. And when I pulled in, there's a lot of people standing in the parking lot. And they had a serpentine line going back and forth in the, the parking rows using the, the parking lines for separation. And hmm. everybody was very friendly and very nice. And they came and said, Oh, from this point, it's about 30 minutes. And, um, it was more like an hour. Huh. Well, you got it. I, I'm going to give, I'm going to give a shout out to the state of Arizona. And I think Arizona state university helped them set this place up. Um, I've had to go twice in the middle of the night, first with my son, like at two forty in the middle of the night. And last night, um, my wife and I got our shot at one thirty AM. Um, but last night was the quickest time through there. You, the cool thing is you go in your car, you don't have to get out of your car. And by the time we hit the parking lot, we were out of there, I think, in 20 minutes. And 15 of that is your wait wait time. So they, they've done a fabulous job. It's super organized. Mm. And I like the fact, I guess you burn a little bit of gas sitting in an idling car, but it's pretty cool. You don't have to get out of the car. And, and um, let's see now, between my sister and my mom, my wife and I, my son, I think we've made six trips out there. And I think the longest that anybody said to wait was maybe 30 minutes. So I'm mm. A plus to the state of Arizona for organizing it that way. Yeah, I, I, that makes sense to me. Uh, I was I was honestly expecting that I would get an in-car shot. Um, but they did a great job, very friendly. Got to talk to a very nice gentleman in line in front of me. <laughs> but yeah. with the clarinet is a priest now. You got it. I think, um, you know, we had talked about this before on our podcast, but I... Uh, See, the state of Arizona is let 16 years old now, you know, sign up. So that's when I signed my son up. Um, and it looked like I looked, I looked at the website this 
morning, um, my sister didn't make it out. Um, yesterday she couldn't make it out because of a health issue, but, um, uh, there were times when I rebooked her appointment, there are times out in the future, uh, they're all like in the middle of the night because the state has stopped doing it during the day because it's starting to get too hot for us, believe it or not, in April. And most of the appointments are now like at, in the evening or the early morning, but you can find the open appointments. Yeah, they just allowed it for 50 and over in California, April 1st. So we did pretty well. It's the first Saturday, it's April 3rd, we're recording here. Um, and they're opening up for anybody over 16, April 15th. So that's, we're getting there. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure there's going to be more vaccine available than our people want to take it here pretty soon. So I'm, my daughter is, is the last remaining person. She lives in New York State and New York State's going to open up 16 and over on next Tuesday, the 6th of April. So she'll be on the website plugging away and if she's lucky, she'll be standing at, in Javits Center, probably same, similar to you, waiting to get her shot maybe in a week or two. And my younger son is going next week. Uh, he was eligible early because he volunteers at a food bank. So he counts as a uh, food or agricultural worker. Um, so Pfizer one, for some reason, Stanford has a, a program just for 16 to 18 year olds. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, the Pfizer ones, I got the Moderna one. The Pfizer one... Uh, is you only have to wait three weeks between shots. Moderna, you got to wait four. Gotcha. We got the Pfizer because that's all they're giving out. I think at the State Farm location, just to keep it simple, so they don't have multiple vaccines, but some of the locations in town are doing Moderna and some are doing Pfizer, at least to the state. And I haven't seen anybody do the J&J vaccine, which is, looks pretty appealing because you only get one one shot, which I think for a lot of people would be the um, very appealing because they don't have to go in time. Yep, that would have been nice. So uh, the numbers didn't sound as good in the uh, in the news reports, but it seems like it's eff effectively as effective to it say something seem that, that way. Sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it didn't seem like as effective, but I the thing that caught my attention was people didn't go to the hospital, um, didn't have really bad outcomes, and it sounds like from that perspective, it's as good as the other Moderna and Pfizer vaccine. Yes, I hope they courts don't prevent us from doing uh, vaccine passports for travel and work and stuff like that. Cause I think that's a wonderful idea. I'd like to see Marjorie Taylor green banned from uh, <laughs> I want my donuts. Like, Nope. <laughs> Go eat your bullets. <laughs> oh my goodness sakes. Yeah. I'm. And uh, I, yeah, I haven't, uh, I'm excited. So a couple of weeks, they say after a couple of weeks of your last vaccine, your the uh, efficacy is like in the mid 95% range against getting COVID. And I think it's better than that in terms of having a really bad health health outcome. So um, I'm excited because I'm going to probably travel here. I maybe get to see my daughter who I haven't seen for a long time. Tell me again when you got your second shot in the last 24 I got it. Yeah, I got it last night. I got it uh, today, Saturday, April 3rd at 1.30 a.m. So 14 hours ago or so. Um, how are you feeling? I've heard that the uh, uh, side effects are a little rougher on the second shot than the first shot. That's what I heard. At least for right now, I feel fine. I mean, arm is like a little a little tender, but to me, that's normal. Like I get a flu shot every year. Usually you feel a little tenderness for the first day. And then the first shot, it felt tender there for a day or two, but I feel fine right now. Okay, great. Yeah. I have had some, my sister, um, 
not the sister that lives here, but my other sister that lives in New York State didn't feel well for about a day and a half on her second shot. And I've heard that from some people. Yeah. But as I understand it, that shows it's working, right? Your body's yeah. kicking in its, its defenses. Yeah. So I think about after a day and a half or two, she was better and better that than having the illness from what I can tell. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, so how are you feeling? I feel you just fine. got it a couple hours ago. You feel fine. I feel fine. I didn't, I'm not crazy about shots, so I don't look in that direction anymore after I get <laughs> seated. And it was painless, essentially. Um, a little prick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're well. They're getting a lot of practice. Dave, you're a supply chain guy. This is a pretty impressive logistical effort across the country. I mean, two and a half million of anything is amazing. And they're doing this in a day with people who have at least the qualified people, right? They're not just letting yeah. anybody do it. it. It is amazing. Yeah. The um, last night, the lady who gave us our shots was fabulous. She was, um, she was actually a school nurse, the lady last night. And I think the, the lady that gave us our first shot was a nurse somewhere. Um, it was a fabulous job. And especially hard when you have to keep the stuff cold. So I think Moderna, I don't think you have to keep as cold as the Pfizer. The Pfizer has to be very, very cold. It has to be cooled with liquid nitrogen. So it's even more complicated logistically because you, once you open it up, you only have so many hours to use it or it's, or it's throw it away. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. There was concerns there would be shortages of dry ice because nobody ever needed this much dry ice at once before. That's right. I think I said liquid nitrogen and I think I should have said dry ice or um, CO2. Liquid nitrogen, solid but CO2. But you could cool stuff down with you could cool stuff down with liquid nitrogen, but I think they ship your they ship it with dry ice, which is CO2. Oh my gosh. Interesting. Yeah. So logistical, you know, and then having to come up with a website. And it's interesting, just since the time that my my mom who's 93 was qualified in the first batch and the state, at least in Arizona, has made some improvements since then in terms of setting it up. So now when you go to get your first shot, they give you your second shot appointment. Now, did you get that today? I did. When you checked in, they said, and we're booking your second one and uh, uh, for the same time, even though they were late, for the same time, four weeks out. So, which is good. Yeah. I got a Saturday appointment and I would like to have another Saturday appointment. Which is cool. And I know, so I think, I think everybody's learning as they go along because when my mom went out, she was in the first batch of people to get it. You didn't get that second appointment booked and it was a little confusing on how to do it. So when she got back home, I went back and had to book another appointment and just figure, okay, I know it's three weeks out with the Pfizer vaccine, pick the time, you know, pretty close to exactly three weeks out. But now they book it for you right then and there. You can confirm it. When I got home, it I had an email already from the state saying, hey, your second appointment's booked and this is the date and you can go on their website if you need to reschedule. The rescheduling is actually pretty easy as well too if you had to reschedule. All right. Yeah, when I got there, so, I found the back of the line and I said to the gentleman waiting there like, hey, good news, you're not last anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, the line got. Started. And then how did they? How did they do it? So you got. I'm curious. Like um, when we took it, you're sitting in your car, and they have. I think. I think they had 12 lanes of cars max at some point. If all the lanes are open, they're not always always open. And you just you sit in your car, and they would write down your appointment on the windshield, mm -hmm. and then another person would check that 
you're who you say you are. And then they write, they'd write the time down in a grease pencil on your windshield so that they knew as you got up to the final check where they say, hey, are you having any trouble? They're basically checking you for like a, a shock reaction before they release you. Um, I thought it was really well organized. And then they look at the time in and out. How did they do that there in California? So you were standing outside six feet plus apart. And when you got within 20 people of the front of the line, they came and handed out clipboards and pens with the questionnaire on it. You put your name and if you had any symptoms, blah, blah, blah. If you're allergic to any of the contents of a Moderna vaccine, in case you happen to know that that. Oh, sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> I know, like anybody knows that. And then they put a, uh, after they collected that, they put a sticker on you with the date, a color green sticker. Uh -huh. They let three or four people in at a time uh, upstairs. And then they had uh, stations where they check in patients normally and tape on the ground. And uh, after you got, that's when they booked you. And then you went and uh, what, what's it comparable to? It's like waiting in line at um, uh, TJ Maxx. You ever go there where you have one line for all the cash registers and then somebody comes out and waves their hand. Oh, gotcha. So yep. the vaccinator would pop out and wave to the next person. And there's a volunteer if you weren't paying mm -hmm. attention to say, go down there, the lady with the black pants will take care of you. And that's the most efficient line, as you know, queuing from queuing theory, right? Is it? We should, yeah, we should do a podcast. Single line's the most efficient line. Hmm. We should probably do a podcast on queuing theory. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, after you got your shot, they gave you your card and put a sticker on you with the time 15 minutes after. And uh, another volunteer gave you a chair. They had the chairs and said, monitor yourself. But if you feel dizzy or blah, 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 wave your hand and I'll find a nurse or a doctor to come see you. So, everybody, everybody's pretty happy. And did they come back and check on you one more time and say, hey, you're like you, Kramer, you're ready to go? No, nope. they said it was up to you. Uh, oh. to, to watch the time. Um, Got it. And nobody checked my ID looking back on it. Um, so I could have pretended to be somebody else. Uh, but they did confirm I had an appointment at what time it was. And it was that day. And it was that. Got it. Yeah. Ours were online. So you, um, you had like an appointment thing with a barcode on it that they could use. They didn't end up using that. They just asked for the, it was like about a seven digit seven digit unique number that was assigned to each appointment. And then they'd confirm, you know, your name. And I think, I think one time we showed our ID. They just asked for first, last and uh, date of birth. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty easy. So I was impressed. And like I said, between myself and my sister, we've driven out there six times now and it seems like they've gotten a little bit better and it's a pretty well run, smooth running activity yeah and big picture like i've seen some people complain because they were lower down and i, I understand that it's frustrating but we're moving really fast and you know it's better to do a lot imperfectly than do less perfectly um, yeah. you know i do feel bad for some handicapped people that are really need that probably more than you or i do but whatever you got to get the population better or you're going to have a lot of people die. So, yeah, but I, it looks to me, I, I think, like I said, I think we're going to have more vaccine than people want to take it here 
probably by May. There's there's open appointments right now. If, if you had looked at the state of Arizona site three weeks ago, maybe you see an open appointment once in a while. If you don't click on it immediately, like you said, and check out, it's gone. And now there's open appointments, albeit after 12 midnight, 12 to like three o'clock in the morning. If you're willing to get up and go that time, you can get a shot. So it's good. Yeah. I just started a new job this week and uh, this employer tests everybody once a week. Um, wow. Yeah. And they just figured out the new policy is two weeks after you get your second vaccination, you no longer have to do that. Hmm. I don't think they've decided what to do with masks yet, but I think the science will come out that once you're vaccinated, fully vaccinated, you're not carrying the, the disease anymore. That's interesting. I, um, well, we'll probably do another top podcast topic, but I'm starting my new job on Monday. I'm not sure what our policy is. I'm going to be working probably remote part of the time. Um, just because my employer's headquartered back East, but we have folks in the various States to cover territory. So it'd be interesting to see what the policy is, uh, there with respect to coming in the office and getting tested. Yeah. There's several people working remotely and there's an argument, right. That I'm an office dweeb that I could work remotely, but in some ways, like you, you ran into this too. The people who are doing the work with their hands have to be there and it's kind of unfair to not. So anyway, you come up with policies to keep those folks safe. Um, and this company is big general contractor and they require everybody on every job to sign in daily and get tested weekly. And hmm. it's done a pretty good job of controlling it. Um, do they do the test up the nose. They do the spit test. So I, I got my third test on Thursday, my third test ever, which was my second test that week. Cause I voluntarily got went and got one on Monday. Cause I thought it'd be good to set a baseline. And so I get to compare the spit to the nose and they're still doing the nose. And hmm. The cheek one is much more pleasant. I, I thought I had COVID earlier in the year. In fact, when you had, you know, visited me like the day after I didn't feel well, and had a temperature and I went, to CVS, you do it in your car, you do it yourself. And it felt funny, but I question whether I got it far enough up my nose. Cause it does feel really awkward. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering if people can really do a self nose test appropriately. Probably some can, but I'm not sure I could. That's why I like the spit tests. Um, my mom did the spit test a couple of times cause she had to go to the hospital during COVID and, um, we had her tested and I, you know, I think it's a lot more, um, less susceptible to user error, not getting that little swab up the nose. Mm, I, I agree. <laughs> I uh, mentioned this to one of my coworkers and he said, Oh, if you go to this one certain technician, uh, some are more gentle than others. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that makes sense. I think the ones that are probably less gentle are probably the ones that are doing it the right way. Cause I think, I think it should feel like it's going up into your brain. I think is what people have described it to me. <laughs> it's being done correctly. Ah. Anyway, so <laughs> I didn't. Well, it's interesting. It's interesting that your employer's doing that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I didn't have COVID on Monday and I didn't have COVID on Thursday. So that's what we know. <laughs> hmm. Well, it's interesting. My daughter's uh, school, She uh, she's at university and they require the people associated with the university to get tested, they get tested. I don't know if it's every week or every two weeks. I forgot now, but she has to go in and get tested as part of protocol. 
at uh, New York University. That's good that that's available and that it's a logical way to do it. I mean, if the country had done that in the beginning with contact trace, contact tracing would have saved a lot of lives. But, yeah. you know, easier said than done, I know. Um, and my brother-in-law who already had COVID, he got it again. So that's what a little scary, right? Huh. Now he's again, wow, I didn't realize that. So you can get it again. Yes. Hmm. And my, well, anyway. Yes. So that's, 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 uh, that's a drag. So your antibodies clearly must have, he wasn't very sick when he got it the first time. He was actually sicker this time. Hmm. Um, but he's, he never went to the hospital or anything. He's fine. He's about our age. And so, uh, but that's a drag countrywide, right? Because we were hoping 30% of the company, the country already has, um, uh, one shot or more right and another 30 percent has probably had the disease so now you got a big chunk of people with antibodies but it turns out hmm. they only last so long the the natural hmm. ones it'll be interesting to see if we require some how long this lasts if we require some sort of booster will this be like the flu shot that you can get every year yeah some doctors seem pretty confident that that's what it's going to be um did a, a nice uh, nice sex. Well, it was a whole episode of uh, the California Report magazine on uh, NPR where they interviewed a couple of doctors and they're pretty convinced that this is going to be normal from now on, that you'll have hmm. more and less COVID, but it's going to keep floating around. Hmm. Yeah, it was tough to listen to. Apparently, because all of the other emergency medicine stuff went down, fewer accidents, right? Because people weren't out and mm -hmm. about and fewer people going to the doctor because they're afraid of getting sicker, that uh, uh, the ER docs were all taking salary cuts because the hospitals weren't doing very well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I put some stuff off. I still went and got my yearly physical. Um, I went to the dentist. I didn't not do that. I think the only thing I didn't do is... I didn't go get like skin cancer screening. I mean, my, my normal doc saw me and she looked me over and said, Oh, you look fine. But I, I have been going like my wife has had skin cancer in her nose before. And, and I'm probably the post, I'm probably like a person to be high susceptible to skin cancer. So I've been going to have that looked at. I decided to take a pass on that. But I think um, once I start my new job and get on the new insurance um, I'll see if I can get the same doc and then go get that done again. Yeah. But the chances of you uh, being in a car accident were way lower. Your chances of being in a hiking accident were way lower. Your chances of getting into a bar fight were much lower. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, something I thought about, like um, I thought about going up and doing something on my roof and I thought, hmm, I'm not sure if I want to do that because I don't plan on falling. But if I did fall, Probably going to the hospital wouldn't be the greatest thing right now, right? Hospitals are full of sick people. <laughs> I know. Well, I have that's run across my mind a couple of times, thinking like, hmm, not sure that I want to do this. Uh, well, what else can we say about vaccines? I'm. I think. I think. Uh, I'm not sure, but I think in most states, it's going to everybody who can get one, which is 16 and over, because it's not cleared for 16 and younger. If you have younger kids, uh, it's probably going to be able to sign up here by the end of April. Yes. And 
you folks out there are doing your own research and finding out that people got blood clots or were struck by lightning or more likely to get hit by cars after they got their vaccine. If you give anything to 300 million dollars, 300 million people, some of them are going to die the same day. It's just numbers. Um, and any side effect that has a 0.000001 chance of happening is going to happen. So Dave, you, you had those horns growing out of the top of your head yesterday didn't you they were there they were there before <laughs> i'd say go get go get your vaccine it's free you gotta love that that's the tie-in to saving money it's free that's true so get that add that to the price of the donut we should we should do some research see what you get for free if you have your vaccine card <laughs> you, would, you would think they would have made a wallet size i just folded mine yeah it's a little bit it's a little bit bigger than it's like so like the size of two business cards. Yeah, it's like for a European wallet. Come on, we're Americans. We wouldn't even take yeah. the, the WHO's uh, test. We're going to do European size uh, cards. Come on. It's like two business cards that are side by side portrait style. But it does look cool and it's got mine has cool stickers on them. <laughs> a happy face. Yeah, so I'm carrying I'm carrying mine everywhere now. So <laughs> I am looking forward to waiting two weeks and getting out a little bit more in the world because if anybody's been sheltering in place, it's me, my family and I have probably the been sheltered in place for a lot and I'm ready to get out there and do something. <laughs> I'm not sure what that is, but I'm ready to get out. All right. Well, let's wrap this up then. Thanks everyone for listening. Go get your vaccine. You owe it to your community. All right. Take care until next time. <laughs>